Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes arrived at the Venture Company base camp eager to recruit Rezik and his goblin crew. They found the goblins under attack from the Gurubashi in charge of cursed weapons development in Stranglethorn and rushed in to join the fray. If the players can pull off this rescue, will they be able to convince the goblins to join them? Let's find out now as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. I am going to move south a smidge, and then I am going to cast Ray of Sickness. Does a 24 hit? Yes. Okay, so two things. It's going to do 14 poison damage on the troll. All right. And then I need the troll to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. He rolls a 13. Um, my DC save is 16, so that is going to fail. He's also poisoned until the end of my next turn. Okay. He's poisoned right on. So he has disadvantage, I think, on... I think it's attacks and checks. So a lot. Yes. Like, yep. he's got disadvantage on a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, anything else in your turn? That is going to be it. Okay. Butch, you're raging. The target of your rage just ran around the corner. That's Okay. Um, because to get to him, I don't even need to use all my uh, movement speed. So I'm going to run up on him. I am now within melee range. And now I'm going to hit him with Priest Slayer. Let, let, let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm, I know what 11 doesn't. Nope. Do I have some? I should have attacked recklessly. Okay. Uh... So I'm uh, now I'm mad, you know, and I'm I'm really trying to hit him now. Uh, Twelve isn't gonna hit, so let's do something else. Um, is this guy got anything on him? I see a little purple thing. Uh, yeah, the little purple uh, poison. He's, he's poisoned. He's got a dot on him. He's not taking damage over time. He just has the poisoned condition because of Ari's spell, which means he has disadvantage on his attacks and his checks. Uh, we've got a lot of people. I got it. It's going to be a long day ahead. We got to we got to siege uh, ZG. So uh, I'm just thinking about a bonus action and uh, no. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't equip Rage. Oh, well, you still would have... Like, Rage doesn't give you a bonus to hit. It just gives you a bonus to damage. And strength checks. Okay. 
Uh, okay, but anyone within uh, melee now has advantage to hit this guy because I am within melee range and I pop rage. I am not going to use a bonus action. Okay. That is my turn. Unless I can use a bonus action for like, you know, sw- swooping up my hand axes. Uh, I would say you can collect them yeah, easily. Okay. Yeah, it's, cool. it's fine. Yeah, okay. So, Trag doesn't have a whole lot to do here. He's just going to attack twice. Uh, he does have advantage on both of those because of your deal. So he rolls a 25 and a 20, dealing a boatload of damage. One metric boatload. I am going to, just for the sake of... I'm not actually repositioning anybody, but the troll is just high enough on the screen that his health bar is not visible. So I'm scooching everybody right. down just a yes. tiny bit. Thank you. And God, that was a hard hit, man. Barbarians are bananas. Uh, Trag is his ghostly Torin dudes are essentially interposing themselves between the troll and Butch, the troll and Wellath, like basically making it harder for the troll to target those. He already has disadvantage because of his poisonness, but he also now has disadvantage against those creatures because of Trag's whole deal. Drag's going to keep shooting fire at this guy. Keep at I had it. This, I had this whole thing planned where I was going to like drag him off and let them fight them while you guys fought the boss. But like, this guy's just going to die soon. I mean, he was the one that was the only one we could a- attack. Yeah. I well, mean... I mean, we could have just not attacked and just kept kept running to get to the other guy. Potentially. But All of the fire that Drac is shooting at him misses. I rolled a 13 and a 10 on my bonus action and my action to do things. Arna, while he is invisible and all tied up, it is a strength check, you said, for uh, getting out of the stuff without getting hurt. Yes. So, um, yes, it lasts for a minute until I use that option again or until any creature uses an action to remove them with an athletics check DC 14. Uh, Okay. Well, I failed that. Um, I think what he would do in this scenario, it's casting a spell or making an attack, right? According to the Wild Magic table, yes. Okay. I have something I can do that is none of those things. I am going to take some movement. I did hide the token from the players because he is invisible. Uh, Falcus, as you see him move away, you can hear the snapping of the vines. Um, Go ahead and deal your damage to him because he is moving. Seven. Okay. It's an action to try to do the thing. Okay. And you just used your action and I to, used try my to break action my... to try to do it. Okay, so I do have an action that is neither attacking nor casting a spell, but I can't do it because it's an action. Okay, well I'm in position for what I want to do next. You see that all the goblins now that the way is clear from where Butch and the troll and everything were, all the goblins are running south through the building. Ari can just barely see, and so can Drock around the side of the building toward the south where the where the one goblin was um, working on the dock with the rope. 
they are grabbing at that rope, the first ones that get there, and are trying to, what looks like almost trying to pull something up out of the water. Needing to get some fire damage in before the next turn. Pulling something out of the water. I I hope it's a defense. (laughs) Some kind of secret defense they've been sitting on. Uh, Wellath is going to roll a 17 to hit against the troll, which does hit, and he deals 11 piercing damage and 6 fire damage using his green flame blade ability. And the troll has taken fire damage, so he is really looking like he's on his last legs, like about ready to die. Falcus, right next to you is the giant mechanical cat thing, and behind you is a almost dead Gurubashi troll. What would you like to do? I first would like to pinpoint where Arna is. I do not want to lose sight or sound of where he is right now. Roll that perception check. Perception. Come on, baby. Oh, it's in a check, so it's going to be with disadvantage. Fudgies. Ah, yeah, technically. Still a 15. 15 is what I said you needed earlier. Yes. Okay. You know that he moved, and you're like, all right, well, I can't see him, but I can kind of see the oil, so I'm looking for the shimmery stuff, and I'm looking for footprints, like grease on the ground or whatever. It looks like he ran past you toward Butch, and that he is um, on the map slightly north of you and closer to where Butch is, like roughly in this kind of an area. Don't like that. No me gusta. Okay. I am going to... Screw you, kitty. I'm going to take, if the kitty wants to take a, a opportunity to attack, he can. Can I? Uh, he will not. And I'm going to move to where you just pointed out that Arna had gone to. And I am going to attempt to set him on fire. Okay, what do you have that's on fire? I don't have anything on fire yet, but uh, what if I just take some flint... And steel, where is character inventory? Just using your tinderbox? Yeah, um, because otherwise it's still going to take like an action to light a torch to then take the torch to him, right? Like what's it going to take to light something on fire to then transfer to him? Or do I just light the fire directly on him? I would give this one to you as a, I would give this one to you as a dexterity check. Or if you wanted to shoot a firework at him, you could do that as well. Firework! Oh, no, that... That is... You, you can't... Well, either no. either either case is with disadvantage, right? Because I do ability checks right now with disadvantage because of my one uh, level of exhaustion. Yeah. Um, and you said it's a dexterity check, so either that or shooting an improvised weapon is still using my dexterity and still doing it at, at a disadvantage. No, you Burn were throwing him. the oil at disadvantage because you couldn't see your target. But with this, we decided that because you rolled the high perception check and he's covered in oil, your attack roll would be normal. Okay, perfect. Then, yes, then the firework is probably the better bet. All right, D20 plus five. Yeah. Come on, firework. There's no way this is good. 17. Oh, what? So... The firework goes wide and then flies like in a weird arc and then hits him like on the way back. And you see that suddenly this firework that like was flying all in circles bounces off of an invisible target and emulates him. What does it do when you're covered in oil and you get set on fire? 
So, on a hit, the target is covered in oil, blah, blah, blah. Um, if the target takes any fire damage before the oil dries after one minute, the target takes an additional five fire damage from the burning oil. So, there's five fire damage, and it's going to be once per turn, I'm assuming, for the duration of the oil. Yeah, so a creature can take this damage only once per turn. Um Oh, here, if lit, the oil burns for two rounds and deals fire damage to... Oh, that's the other part of that. Um, I'm assuming it's still the same. It's going to burn the per target for two rounds. Because the, the, the second part, part is part of pouring it on the ground, and it burns for two rounds, versus on a person burning. It doesn't specify how many rounds on the person. In my head, he was asking you to describe what it looks like. Oh, I just didn't know how burning oil worked. Oh. Yeah, to describe Still. that. Well, I'm going to say he looks like the human torch right now, just but invisible-ish. I, I was thinking like an invisible man on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like a Pink Floyd album or something? Sure, why not? Okay. Anyway. But the goblin fireworks, so on a hit, the target suffers 1d4 fire damage um, and must succeed on a constitution saving throw DC 10 or be blinded for the duration of the next turn in the initiative order. So here's your d4 a four for the firework and then the additional god I make things interesting don't I <laughs> uh, the oil flask we, we determined was five fire damage okay um, I don't know like we said how long that burns for so actually here let's do this you guys can figure that out it just says five fire damage it doesn't say that it lasts any kind of length of time yeah, it's the poured on the ground actually says that it lasts a specific amount of time, but the yeah. but poured on a person doesn't. Nah, so he just took the damage. He's on fire on this round. No problem. Okay. Um, finally, at the end of your turn. Oh, was <laughs> that firework an attack action? Yeah. Then I get a second attack. I will poke him with a rapier. Okay. Nope, I missed with a one. Okay, no problem. Arna's assistant is going to come bounding past and put himself, he's going to go around where Falkus is. And Arna's go, assistant is the uh, mechanical panther. Mechanical panther, Arna's assistant, uh, is going to place himself here, uh, right next to you, Falkus, and is going to try to hit you with a force-empowered rend. A 26, I'm sure, would hit, right? Yep for five force damage. The troll on his turn is not able to... Oh, shoot. I completely forgot about his thing. Ah! Why do I keep forgetting? I'm going to do it now. Attack with it. All the way a long time ago when Trag was attacking him, he did an ability. As soon as... Tr the second time Trag hit him, he turned his shield to him and blasted him with energy and knocked him up into the... up into the pile of logs. Only because I want to finally be able to do it and I keep forgetting about it. And then on his turn, he's going to turn to you, Butch, and try to attack. Oh, no, he's going to. So where's this spear? He threw his spear at Drac. Oh, this is absolutely perfect. You guys have set it up for me like, like a pool table. <laughs> he is going to, at the beginning of his turn, use his spear's ability and just bring the spear back to him which is going to mean that I roll a spear attack against Ari normally. Natural one, that's going to miss. And a spear attack against Wellath as it flies from Drac 
past Ari, who dodges it no problem, and then toward Wellath on the way right on through. Again, in 11, nothing happens. Everybody's able to dodge this spear while it's on its return trajectory back to the troll, who grabs it in midair, swings it down against Butch for an 18 to hit. 18 hits. All right, nine piercing damage reduced down to four because of your rage. And then he is going to do his two claw attacks, but he's not able to regenerate because he got hit by fire earlier. He's going to do one against Butch. 19 to hit. Uh, 13 is uh, down to six uh, six slashing damage. And he's going to swing again. Mm -hmm. Oh, never mind. I was like, I'm. I have a defense against. Oh, that's because of rage. Yes. Okay. Yep. Raging. Uh, yep. So you yeah. take six, and then okay. he's going to turn one against Wellath, and Wellath dodges. Uh, he rolls a fourteen, which is not good enough. Oh, actually, wait a minute. A lot of that might have been uh, the spear attack would still have hit. So these are all supposed to be with disadvantage because Ari's poisoned him. So the eighteen would still have hit the 19 would not have hit would not have hit so you can take back those six damage because the i'm automatically rolling with a second dice yep. the 19 mm-hmm. would have been an 11 gotcha so that is done ari at the beginning of your turn the troll's poison effect wears off what would you like to do all right i'm gonna turn to him and say the difference between me and a bad romance is with the latter, you at least stood half a chance. And I'm going to cast Improved Victor's Mockery. So he needs to do a DC Wisdom 16. Natural one. Or actually... Perfect. Dirty one. And we're going to do five psychic damage. Okay. Five psychic damage is enough to knock this guy unconscious. Do you do anything else on your turn? You said he's just unconscious? Well, he hasn't... He had his turn if he you guys know enough about trolls at this point to know that if he doesn't take any fire damage between now and his next turn he will pop back up again okay I don't have anything else I can do I will go ahead and just move a little bit closer just half my movement speed here so I'm better or closer to the um cat and where Arna might be so that's all I'll do for my turn okay perfect Trag doesn't have very much that he can do on his turn. He's going to come down here to be with the rest of the group. Same thing with Drac. It's not like he has a tar. Oh, no, he does. They have the cat. Uh, he would run in and attack the cat. Rolling an 8, which would miss, and a 24, which would hit. The cat takes 10 bludgeoning damage. But you skipped me. Have I? Yes, I did. I skipped you. But i sorry. You want, you want to just do Trag and... No, I did trag. You can go. Okay. Is trag done? Yeah. Okay, so, um, there's, uh, so the troll we were hitting is deadzo. Oh, but he needs to be lit on fire to be really dead? To be Yeah, if he doesn't take any fire damage before his next turn, he's gonna, he's gonna heal himself. Okay, I, I can't do anything about that. There is an invisible uh, goblin with a magic hammer somewhere behind me. And I don't know he's invisible. I, I just don't see him right now. So, because uh, that was all behind my back, right? So, um, I'm just going to go up on that cat. All right. And, I mean, it's right there. 
took about seven seven steps. And I am going to use my Battle of Bloodlust. My whatever Battle Axe of Bloodlust does a 14 hit the cat. Uh, no, not quite. Dang it! Clang! Like you, it's a, it like glances oh. off the metal plating. I forgot to recklessly attack again. Okay, let's let, let's try it again. Twenty-five. Twenty-five will hit. For a, I am not holding for uh, a shield. Okay, so this is I'm doing a two-handing attack. It is a twelve slashing damage. All right, perfect. Anything else? No. I'm. No. 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 No bonus action. No movement. All right. Drac is going to try to emulate the. Yeah. No, never mind. I was going to disengage and move back, but it doesn't make any sense to do that because I want uh, to be within melee range of this guy. Perfect. Drac is going to try to emulate the troll to actually finish him off. These are ranged attacks against a prone target, so it's going to be with disadvantage. Let's see here. Searing totem attack. Ooh, that's going to be enough. Um, He's going to deal nine fire damage to the troll, and that is going to finish things off there. And then he's going to fire a firebolt against the cat. A 16, I th- what did I say his armor class was? A 16 would hit, and he does deal 9 fire damage. So the cat is starting to look pretty beat up. Starting to spark a little bit out of some of the corners of its uh, whole deal there. Um, and then, on his turn, you don't... You can barely see, like the reflections of the weird oil that is still shimmering on him and the flame bits that are slowly like evaporating off because oil burns pretty quickly. You can see the form of the invisible Arna swap out the hammer for the large weird looking firearm thing that he had that had this big glass bulbousy compartment on the back of it that was filled with some sort of sloshing liquid. And he's going to use his action to engage his Uzatron and he's going to fire a globule of slime that when it hits the ground starts to burble and bubble and grow into a large 10 foot by 10 foot familiar looking gelatinous cube that lands directly on top of where Trag and Butch are So this is a familiar thing. We know if we're hacking and slashing it, it's gonna gonna turn into a bunch of other cubes that we gotta fight. You didn't see that happen the last time, but you used the words gelatinous cube this time. Yes, but you also used the words looks familiar. Yeah, it was a gelatinous cube last time too. Uh, Gelatinous cubes don't do that. The thing you're describing is not a gelatinous cube thing. Okay. Um, I think it's a pudding thing. When it lands on you, I need for you and Trag to both make... Uh, it's a save of some kind. I'm looking for it. A dexterity saving throw. I have a, I have advantage on dexterity throws against effects you can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Okay. Yeah, you can see this. Oh, okay. It's just weird that I didn't roll it for me. So, um, 
I'm going to roll again to... Oh, okay, so 17. Okay, 17 is going to be enough. Trag rolled a little worse than you. Oh, no, he didn't, because he also rolls with advantage because he's also a barbarian. Okay, yeah, so he rolled a 20. Both of you get to choose what direction you dodge out of the way because you are not currently being engulfed by this gelatinous cube. Trag is going to, like, sort of do a side tuck-and-roll dive to the southeast. <sighs> so if I go one there's way... There's a whole-ass cube here. There's a there's a kitty cat that's going to gonna stab me, so I want to stay in the range of kitty cats. So I'm going to do a roly-poly rolling. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Roly poly over, you know how pandas do it, over, away from the cube about five feet, but to the north of the panther bot. Is Arna in that same square still? He is. As you move into that area, you bounce off of an invisible form. You know what? Someone, one of y'all pinged the map right there, and you were trying to tell me don't go there. Anyway. Uh, so I, I, I thought you were telling me to go somewhere. I bounce. I mean, I mean, I went there, so I bounce off. Yeah, That's like not, the way that you run into somebody and oh, there's a dude here. There's a, there's only one way. I mean, if you're gonna treat this how how it happens is I bounce back that way, just okay. like bounce backwards. You know, I mean, maybe that's not. You know the best thing. Yes, I saw everyone else's pings all over the map, but that's... If I'm bouncing back, if I'm bouncing off something, I'm going backwards. I got my teammates going, Go here! Go here! Ping! Like, ping, ping, ping! Like, I, this is this is what I can do, man. Man? The other thing that happens is you hear the sound of the snapping of the Nope, I'm sorry. I don't know why I clicked initiative. That's not the button I meant to click. Doesn't matter, because it doesn't change where he is in the initiative order, I don't think. He was right before Rezik and right after Drac. Okay, that's fine. I don't know why I, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. I was meant to click a different thing. All right, perfect. Um, you hear as he starts to move away, the snapping of the vines that have him all messed up. I need you to roll the damage for the entanglement. Ew. Two... For 2d6. I think you've rolled a one like on every one of these. Hey, it is what it is. So if he's taking damage and he's casting spells. He hasn't cast anything. Oh, what is the? That was an ability. That wasn't a a spell and it wasn't an attack. You saw that he had an item on him that had a gloopy stuff in it. Technically speaking, he did not cast a spell or use an attack. He used a magic item. Fine. So he's invisible, and he's going to milk that for all it's worth. And Falcus had to roll a 69. Because he's a big old meme boy. All right. So Rezik and the goblins, Rezik and the goblins <laughs> hoist out a big wooden crate out of the water. Um, at this point, at this point, that's all you know, because everyone is completely, excuse me, out of line of sight. To actually see what's happening, you can hear the sound of wood scraping on wood. And I'm going to say Falcus, with his passive perception, would also hear 
the sound of glass clinkling together. Glass clinkling together. Man, this is this is about to be explosions. There's about to be explosions, man. These these goblins, they know where they are. They know they're next to trolls. They would be they, they would be armed to the teeth for troll stuff, right? But where are you gonna? What are you gonna do with it? You can't put it in, the, in sight. They're gonna put it under the uh, water wind thing do, and dog. Water wheel. Water wheel. Well, Ath, what do your eyes see? What do your not eyes see? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. He would potentially be able to. I'm pretty sure the way that I've been, like, flying by the seat of my pants to figure out this class has been that he could use, at this point, he would be able to use a ability to get vision on this. Double uh, checking some stuff. Demon sight. Yeah, some demon hunter stuff. All right, yeah, no, he's going to do demon hunter stuff. You see Wellath leap over the body of the downed Urubashi and use his bonus action to move all the way up into here. Actually, let me double check one more thing. I can't remember if it's an action to do this or not. Um, it is. Okay. All right. You see his eyes flash brightly. He leaps across, runs away, and like skids to a halt over on the far left side from where you guys all are. And it's obvious that he's, you know, got his blades ready to go. Uh, he's used all of his economy to try to do that. But he's indicating to all of you, hey, he's over here. Falkus, you're up. Fun. All right. I am going to take one step away from Kitty, so I'm not taking a disadvantage. Well, it doesn't really matter because it disadvantages. So at this point in time, Arna's oil is burned up. Yes. So he is no longer partially visible. Yes. Okay. So which means attacks against him are disadvantage. Yes. Which means because I got Kitty in my range, if I do a ranged attack against Arna, it's with disadvantage. Right. Which means I only get disadvantaged once. Yes. If, if so, moving you, away from Kitty doesn't matter. That's if you do a melee attack on Kitty, you have at least not. I mean, one would have an advantage. I mean, I don't. I know you don't usually do melee stuff, but you don't. You're focused on the on the Arna. That's fine too, but. That's another thing that you could do. Yeah, no, I'm aware of Kitty. Um, you guys also have Kitty, and there's plenty of others who can also take care of Kitty and Gelatinous Cube. Uh, I feel responsible for Arna at this point because I made him invisible. So that's where I'm at. That makes sense. Um, so the fact that disadvantage doesn't matter either which way, I am going to put my rapier away, pull the longbow back out, and just go for a straight shot of where Wellath is currently focusing. Okay. Um, so it's with disadvantage, so here is... Let's go shot one. Uh, it's probably going to miss, because it's a 16. A 16 does miss. Alright, um, but I did take the attack action, so I'm going to try again. I definitely missed on that one, too, because my disadvantage roll is a one. Yep. Two misses. You're firing at a space where you think he might be, and you're just watching your arrows disappear into the distance. Ah, uh, fooey. Okay. You mean got multi-attack? Yeah, he did two attacks. Oh. No, I mean, like, 
scatter attack, scatter shot. I do not have, uh, yeah, multi attack. No, I don't. Multi shot. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, I've never played a hunter. <laughs> and uh, all right, rapid fire. On its turn, the wild gelatinous cube that's sitting in the middle of all of you guys lurches forward and is going to try to do an engulf on Falcus and Arna's assistant. I need both of you to roll dexterity. <laughs> Here, I'm going to push him to the back so I can see Arna's thing. There we are. Uh, dex save, please. Natural 20 for a 28. All right. You and Arna's assistant both get shunted out of the side of the creature. Uh, And I think that's its action. Like, it doesn't... Let's see here. It can't just move and do this. It has to take the engulf action to try to grab somebody. Yes, that's correct. Perfect. Arna's assistant is going to jump into range against Butch. Like this. And is going to attack using its force-empowered rend, trying to grab Butch. Uh, 20 would hit, I would imagine, right? Yes, 20 hits. You suffer 8 force damage. Ari, you're up. I am going to go ahead and cast a first-level chromatic orb at the gelatinous cube with fire damage. So, does a 25 hit? Yes. Perfect. It's only going to do eight fire damage. Okay. You deal eight fire damage to the orb, to the cube. You watch as the orb pierces the outer layer of the jelly. It floats all the way through, leaving a scorch mark, like in a straight line, almost like you shot a pool ball through a pile of jello, but it left like just a trail through it that slurps back closed again on its way through, and then the fire orb comes out the other side and just keeps traveling into the distance. You dealt all the normal damage. I just wanted to throw some spice on there. Do you do anything else on your turn? Nope, that's it. I'm going to stay here. All right. Butch, you're up. You've got a magic uh, fighty cat on one side, a big old cube on the other side, and Arna is here somewhere. Okay, so, uh, I mean, I don't like the cube, right? But I know more about the cat than the cube. Um, I'm going to. I, I I mean I'm just I'm just gonna whack at it. You know, my job here is, is easy to understand. I hit things. I rolled a twelve. I forgot to roll recklessly again. A twelve will hit. It's taking up a, the entire 10-foot space in front of you. you. It's hard to miss. Okay. Two-handed damage is 11. All right. And then I am going to 13. 13 will hit. Two-handed damage is 10. All right. Cube's looking pretty bad. Well, it's starting to look pretty bad. Trig will help with that. Do you do anything with your bonus action? No. All right. Trag's going to get into your rage range. Oh, no, that he can be anywhere because the cube is in your rage range. Yes. And he's going to try to do what you were doing. 25 would hit for 13, and a 20 would hit for an additional 13. Dang. He's 26 damage. It's a lot of damage. We're trying to get to Zolgarub. 
Mm-hmm. We got it. We got it. We got to kill this guy. Sure. We got to get Resnick and their their stuff. And yeah, we're we're in a hurry, so we're just we're just hacking at them. I think that's perfectly fair. Uh, you see a couple of small little bolts of fire come flying in from where Trag is or Drac is standing next to his searing totem. The searing totem is going to deal eight, and his firebolt is going to deal nineteen. Jeez, on two d ten, I rolled a ten and a nine. That's going to wow. be that's going to be close, man. Somebody's going to get the killing blow on this. It's not going to be him. You guys hear the sound of like grunting and pulling and dragging and splashing. I can't wait for whatever this is. Bunch of stuff sounds like it's getting pulled out of the river. Two goblins are going to come running around the corner. And tell us to get out of the way. <laughs> uh, they don't have a bonus action that lets them dash or anything, do they? Let me double check this. I don't think they can do it as a bonus action. They can only do it as an action. Disengage or hide as bonus. Yeah, they can't do it. All right, so you see two goblins run around the corner with vials of a very familiar-looking bright red uh, and orangey liquid that they're like, who do we throw this at? Uh, they've got f- flame bloom oil, and Rezik was was double lying to them. Okay, he doesn't have like dispel or anything like that. Oh, he has arcane torrent. Maybe he can dispel. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, why not? Um, he uh, Wellath is going to use arcane torrent. He's going to have to roll on the table, or yeah. if he actually goes that far. Um, no, it's not going to work. You rolled Wellhath's constitution Oh, I did. Safe. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you get away with that natural 20 on Wellath. Oh, he's still saved, though. Uh, yeah, it was still a save against the the effect. Um, absorb it. You know you want to. Yeah, you know what? No, we're going to absorb it. We're going to roll a, We're gonna roll on the wild magic table, and we're going to destroy some, some magic effects. Um, <laughs> Amanda's just putting her, hand, her face in her hand. Hey, if we're going to play, let's play, man. So he's going to clear the magical effects that are on Arna. Arna's going to come back into being a real boy. The dice roller is, like, covered by the turn order. I don't understand how I have the world's biggest monitor, and it's still... I don't have enough real estate. What is a 16 on the wild magic table? Oh, yeah, sure, fine. Cool. You... It looks almost like... It almost looks like by doing this, Wellath is, like, gaining vitality. Uh, But he did clear the invisibility. Um, You see Arna standing there just angry he's going i can't like he's he's like a bat like taken aback in a big way that you're just like annihil you like ate through his cube you destroyed his bodyguard you you're almost done destroying his mechanical assistant he's ticked falcus what do you want to do on your turn Oh, funsies. Okay, so he's appeared now. Makes me feel much better. Um, They've got this gelatinous cube under control. I'm going to take a step away from the cube. Is the cube going to attack me? Yes, definitely. Bring it. You're going to get... Opportunity attack is probably just attack. Like, you wouldn't be able to use in the diff... Yeah, you're just going to get pseudopoded. I can't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think it's fair to try to engulf you in an opportunity attack. But a 15 is my attack roll, which would miss anyway, so you're fine. Yes. 
Perfect. Which means I can now fully attack with a longbow on Arna without disadvantage. And I am going to call a shot here and take the negative five penalty for a sharpshooter shot. Let's okay. see if I can do it. <sighs> you can do it. 26 with a minus five gives a 21. 21 hits. That ain't he bad. takes 20 piercing damage plus two sneak attack. Okay. He did. And uh, he still got a lot of health there. Um, is it once per turn on Sharpshooter? No. Do it again. Take a big deep breath. Let it out. And fire. 24, and that includes the minus five. Okay. Another 20 piercing damage. All right. So 42 damage in one action is not bad. Um, as a reaction against that, yeah, he is going to... I'm, I made a small tactical error, but it'll be okay. I'm sure I'll survive. Uh, he is going to, as a reaction, use his hammer, which is still shining with a bright light, and say... I don't remember if I said this before, but if I didn't, I'll say it now. You know, some people like to call me bright, but I prefer the word brilliant. And it shines with that bright light again. I need you to roll for me, please, a constitution save. 18. 18 is going to be enough. You are almost blinded by the light from his hammer, but it turns out... Blinded nope, you can... by the light. No, nope, you're doing fine. That is... Is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Those were the two shots I had. I do have an arcane shot, but I'm going to pocket that for right now. All right. On the cube's turn, it is going to turn toward Butch and try to do an engulf. Butch, I need for you to roll me a deck save with advantage because you're a barbarian. Wow. Eight. Yes, I get to engulf somebody? This is great. Oh, come All on. All right. You, the cube enters your space, you take acid damage, you're engulfed, you can't breathe, you're restrained. You take a bunch of acid damage at the start of the next cube's, the cube's next turn. Um, if the cube moves, you move with it. This is great. Grumble, grumble, grumble. 11 acid damage to you, Butch. It's going to be 11 total, right? Not with half, because it's acid. Just 11, yep. Falk is never going to let me live this down. You are engulfed by the thing. You're restrained. Arna's assistant is going to come running over here to flank Wellath with Arna and is going to take an attack against Wellath. That 19 would hit. Wellath is going to take eight force damage. Ari, you are up. So is Butch in the middle of the cube, or would he be on the far side of the cube? He's in the middle of it. I am, like, fl floating, like, you know, in the office when they put Dwight's telephone or stapler or something like that in Jello. We did that to my boss's coffee mug a few years ago. As it turns out, you need to put a lot of glue in the Jello in order to make that work. Or just a lot of gelatin. Well, like, the Jello was, like, falling apart. So I'm going to come to the north side of the cube, and I need it to make a constitution saving throw. It's going for 16. I'm going to cast Thunderclap. Okay. It rolled a 12. All right. 
So it'll do four, th- four thunder damage. That's oh, awesome. So that's why you were asking <laughs> to see if the cube is protecting me. Um, actually, yeah, I think it does. An engulfed creature cannot breathe. They are restrained. They take acid damage. And they creatures, are protected creatures, from thunderclap. Creatures inside the cube can be seen, but have total cover. So yeah, okay. Uh-huh, yeah. So what happens is it has two hit points left. So you run in and you thunderclap it and the reverberations just like there is a splash outward that somewhat covers Trag in goop and a whole bunch of puddle is created as you just create so much sonorous force that it destabilizes at a molecular level and Butch comes slurping out of it. I, I imagine that that I uh, got shaken th- pretty hard um, <laughs> with the reverberations. That's just my imagination. But uh, now I'm on my feet. <laughs> oh, that uh, her turn. Is, yeah, do you, you anything do else in your turn, Ari? Nope, that's it. I'm good. We can move on to Butch. All right, Butch, you're up. Okay, so um, I'm catching my breath, and I'm sure I'm thankful for Ari. Um, we can see now. I can see Arna. I can definitely see Arna. Casey, I cannot see the um, well athletes. This is how much health bar is that on purpose? Wait, you really can't see his health bar? No, we can't see. I thought you oh, did on purpose. Oh my bad. No, that was not on purpose. Okay. Um, I'm. See, well My instinct is to no. If I if I were to run past, my instinct is to go help Willath. Uh, with Arna, but I'd be running right past. I'm gonna hit the cat. I'm gonna get rid of the ad. Mm. Okay. Wait a minute. No, I'm gonna trust my instincts, and I'm gonna go straight to the um, Arna. And the reason I'm doing that is to give Wellath some uh, assistance with my rage aura. Okay. So, I'm going to, now that I'm up on the real boss, I'm like, oh, we've been looking for you. We've been looking for you for for about a week now. I'm guessing 11. Somebody, the next time I go, remind me to recklessly attack. 11 doesn't hit, right? No. No. Okay. Natural 20 critical hit. Natural 20 hits. Okay. Let me just go ahead and roll for damage. What? Wait a minute. Yeah, you want the two-handed damage. So it's... So so the crit is nine. Okay, so it's... I rolled... Uh, I, <laughs> I rolled a one, which is great. And then I... But I have plus six, so that makes it seven. But the crit makes it nine. Okay, uh, 16 damage for this guy. And I'm going to go ahead and use a bonus action this time. Quaking Palm, you need to do a constitution save and beat a 14. 
16. When you did beat it. So that is my turn. Okay. Trag is going to do the only thing that makes sense, which is run in and change the conditions of this encounter by killing the nerd. Oh, actually, a 10 would miss. Oh, no, well, he's advantaged because of your thing, so 15, but 15 would still miss. And a 15. He misses. Oh, my goodness. This is great. Drac is going to run in his 30 feet. Uh, let me double check the range on the Searing Totem shot. Uh, he's out of range for Searing Totem. But he's still going to be able to do a... Uh, he doesn't really have a whole lot other than that that he would do in this situation. So he's going to throw a quick Firebolt, which will be a 19. So he deals two damage. And then Arna, on his turn, is going to see that he is, like, surrounded on all sides by nerds. Uh, he is going to... He is going to try to burn down what he sees as probably the most threatening target, which at this point so far has either been Butch or Wellath. Uh, so I'm going to roll a D2. Uh, on a 1, it's Wellath. On a 2, it's Butch. Okay, Wellath. He is going to, with the wand and with the hammer in one hand, grab a wand from his pocket and point it and touch right in his chest, Wellath, and say, You know, I think what you really want is one of my lovely curses. And hit him with a bestow curse. He is going to suffer some extra damage when he gets hit with attacks and he is going to swing his uh, bestow curses in action damn why didn't I not build this character better yeah he's going to use the item to do that and he is going to do nothing else because everything's in action damn this is this is not great for me well Ath is cursed uh, the goblins on their turn these ones are going to move a little closer with their vials some other ones are going to come running up with more vials. And you hear one going, I can't get all this by myself, guys! And you can kind of see, rounding the corner, a dude's got a big barrel of sloshing liquid. Oh my gosh. Wellath on his turn is going to take advantage of the random thing that he rolled and gain five hit points at the beginning of his turn. And then he is going to attack twice. With advantage with advantage 23 and natural 20 Bam! for a total of 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 and 7 is 19 damage let's go well F. Falcus you are up okie dokie um, I'm going to be um, I blew all my fun stuff early um, so I'm just going to unload into him with continued um let's do continued sharpshooter shots why the heck not at this point so longbow shot Ugh, that's going to be a three with the minus ten or minus uh minus it's gonna be an eight with the minus five yeah no good and then i'll do one more time that's going to be a 12 with the minus five so no. nope no good arna's assistant is going to get close to you three. He's going to try to put a little bit more damage into 
He's going to target Wellath again because Wellath was the one that Arna was targeting. Did it do it? Okay, there it is. Yeah, a 20 would hit for 10 force damage. Ari, you're up. All right, I am going to go ahead and cast another fire chromatic orb at Arna. So does a, oh, 11 hit. No, an 11 would miss. And actually, as the fire orb flies past him, you see the red tattoo that kind of comes up along his jawline and down under his armor is glowing slightly. And he looks at the, f- uh, the magic as it flies by and goes, Oh, I like that. Hmm. Oh, heck. He's got a magic tattoo that makes him immune to fire damage. That's all I'm going to do on my turn. I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay back. All right, Butch, you're up. Okay, so the the goblins are, are, came up and said, hey, you know, what do you want us to do w- w- with this? And I just saw this guy's uh, proximity to flame um, light up a tattoo and him like smile. So as a, you know, talking is a free action, I'm, I'm going to yell over my shoulder. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing here other than the cat. I mean, there's, we only have two things that we're fighting, right? Is Arna's assistant and Arna, but Arna isn't, we, we don't need to, um, have, um, fire and I'm I'm gonna yell over my shoulder if that's flame bloom oil hold off hold off get the cat I think flame bloom oil is gonna um, make this guy grow in just super mode he's already got heroism on and I'm gonna pause and ask a question when I was in the gelatinous cube Yes. Could I have used my cantrip thunderclap that I yeah. have from my breastplate? Yeah, I mean, you didn't have a turn. Like, you were in there. Right. And I then know. you got out really fast. But if you yeah. had had a turn, yeah. Oh, and could I have also just stabbed my way? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Or you could have tried to, like, crawl out. Sure. Okay. Um,. I wonder when a uh, thunderclap's going to come in handy. Uh, but that's uh, if you were, if all the people around you right now were enemies instead of half of them being fr- well, only one friendly is actually near you. Thunderclap is it's good for if you have several enemies within five feet that you want to AOE. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, just I'm, the wrong I'm not thing to do that. against a one-target scenario. Yeah. So I'm going to. Um, try to get 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 him on his side and I'm, I'm, I'm going to swing pre-slayer for 17 the Arna's assistant is going to use its reaction to impose disadvantage on this attack you have Arna's assistant has cast deflect attack okay I'm going to try it again 15 a 15 would miss, and as the weapon is coming toward him, and it's about to hit him, and it was only deflected at the last minute by the panther, Arna is going to look at you like, 
actually, that was still a pretty impressive swing, and say, you know, I've been looking for warriors. Tell me something, warrior. You've been knowing anything about artifacts that grant strength? It's still your turn. You have another attack. I don't have another attack, but yeah, you I... Do. You get two attacks. Yeah, the first one was deflected. Right. The first one was deflected. Oh, does that, like, make it so I didn't do it at all? No, it was... It, it imposed disadvantage, so I had to make you roll it again. But you still have another oh, attack. It imposed disadvantage. I thought, I thought it just, like, d- deflected it. He said token that gives me strength do i is, is that what he said yeah he's like not reacting to this situation like he's in the danger that he's in and instead is like trying to chat you up about like oh hey i have i have warrior questions but you can you can continue to attack him no nah, just no nah, no nah. <laughs> i don't need nothing from the lacks of you and i roll a 25 yeah that'll hit with 10 slashing damage. Okay. And I am gonna take two two fingers and try to poke him in the eye for a quaking palm. Okay. You gotta beat a 14. Con. 23. Uh, I, I should have I shouldn't have tried to get fancy with it. That That's my attack. Okay. He seems focused on you which is helping because Trag comes running in to try to hit him with his hammer again. And while he is dodging the first... No, uh, he has advantage because of your thing. Roll an 18. Uh Okay. He has advantage. Ton of bludgeoning damage. Okay, he gets hit by one and the other one does miss. Uh, He suffers the 17 bludgeoning damage. And as he dodges out of the way of the second strike, he's he's still interested in you, Butch. And he says... Well, if you're not wanting to be talking, then tell me who the strongest warrior is that you know. Where they live. I want to talk to them. Drac on his turn is going to try to shoot a firebolt. Why would he do that? With a 19. Oh, he's, he, he's not close enough to have seen what happened. Okay. No, he just gets hit with fire damage. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did tell him not to attack with fire. I, I told him, I, I said, hold off on, on the flame bloom oil, is what I said. He didn't know that. Okay, no problem. Um, Arna, on his turn, is going to use the power that's in the glowing. You can see, like, it's it's glowing that red on the tattoo. It flows down into his hands, and he summons a chromatic orb of his own and lobs it back at Ari. Ari, what spell level did you use the chromatic orb at? Level one. Okay, he's also going to cast a first level chromatic orb then. That's just a spell attack roll, right? Yes. Okay. Use the same spell casting DC by sending a spell slot of the same level. Okay, so then it would just be a plus... Okay, it would be a plus seven. Ah, but he misses because he only rolls a ten somehow. That does miss, yes. All right, yeah, so... You see your chromatic orb come flying at you, and you're like, the heck is that? And he just goes flying by. The rest and I of the... noticed that, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of the goblins come running up. Most of them are carrying flame bloom oil flasks. Two of them have, like, big casks of the flame bloom blams, and they're like, wait, it's just everybody against that one guy? What's what's going on? Are we, are we doing it or not? 
Well, the answer now is yes, but not with the blams. The we just got one guy <laughs> and a cat. You, I did set him on fire with oil, like physical oil. It was magic right. that he was able to. Yeah, no, no, I misunderstood. So the 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 his magic tattoo took the um, orb, and so, so he was able to throw it back. And the same thing happened at the beginning of the fight when you did some kind of thing, Falcus, and uh, he was able to throw it back at you. So that's that's the thing he's he's doing. And now the DM, DM is rolling a bunch of dice, and that's scary. Um, no, you told them that they could throw. So three of them are going to throw. One of them is going to hit, dealing six fire damage. Uh, Wellath on his turn is going to heal five hit points again. At this point, this creature is surrounded. He is at less than a third of health. It's clear that the battle is not going his way. And when he sees all these goblins come running around the corner, he's like, all right, all right, all right. What do you say, um... What do you say we talk about this? Whose turn is it? Wellath is not going to fall for that. I... um... He's already said he's willing to talk, so we could talk, like, give him an opportunity to talk. How would Well? I mean, we got Wellath and Falcus. He is in brambles right now. These trolls are conniving manipulative and cunning. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. That one slipped out of my fingers by going invisible back on that beach outside of Booty Bay. Murder, death, kill. Okay. Ah, no. I mean, now now it's getting interesting. Like, the idea of actually talking to him. Because, you know, I'm I'm raging and I there's no there, there's, there's just no talking to me. Uh, Wellath could very well um, not. No, they get into your head, man. Literally. Murder, death, kill. Amanda, what do you think? He's not a troll, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a troll. Like, outside of player, I have one of each spell slot left. That's it. Like, I am screwed for Siege in a City. Yeah, don't use any more spell slots. Cantrips only. I mean, you could give us bardic inspiration and stuff like that. Yeah, those like are that. short rests. They'll come back fast. If you guys want to kill, like, I I don't know if talking to him is going to be worth it. You tried to talk to the mage. Nothing really happened. We can try to, like, if there's anything you guys want to talk about, we can do it, like, during combat then. If the goal is, like, no, 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 they, this guy doesn't survive this fight, that's no problem. Okay. As it stands now, at the beginning of Wellath's turn, he just did some healing because he had that random effect from the dispel from the arcane torrent that gave him that he's going to make some weapon attacks against Arna he is going to hit with a 27 and miss with a 14 he's going to deal excuse me 9 damage to Arna Falcus it is your turn Arna is looking to be pretty beat up he's kind of chuckling to himself like hey this is fun and he keeps poking Butch about warrior stuff what do you want to do Interesting take. I mean, his death is imminent at this point, and yet he's chuckling. Okay. Um, I'm just going to keep unloading arrows into him. Want him dead. Um, so I am not going to. T- 
Yeah, I'll still take the minus five. Why the heck not? Ooh, 12. Uh, that's 14. Um, it's only minus five. Oh, yeah, I can do math. So that's a 14, which I think misses. Misses. But the 17 should hit. On a 17, he is going to use his reaction to cast shield. Oh, okay. Um, that's all I got. All right. His armor class goes up by a little bit. On the robotic cat assistant creature's turn, you watch as almost as if, almost as if like Voltron, this was a cat that was built up of tiny interlocking pieces that can disconnect. You watch as the front leg pops off and then the back haunch pops off and then the tail pops off and all these smaller creatures go swarming out toward what? the goblins and like it's almost like there's four or five of them for each goblin and they all come like in this big like sparking because they're all damaged swarm of creatures just starts like attacking this this like mob of goblins who are all like carrying explosive oils and going oh oh jeez oh god you see that Trag and Wellath and Drak are all like going yeah, gotta make sure we protect them. Um, like is kind of the look on their face, but they're also kind of like, well, we also have the big guy. Like, ah, oh, what's going on? Ari, it's your turn. What would you like to do? I'm going to have Arna do a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay. Wisdom save on Arna is 13. Perfect. So I'm going to say... Your hopes, ambitions, and dreams, I'm going to take them and turn them haunted because I'm the demon that nobody knew they wanted and do four psychic damage and he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. Perfect. Do you do anything else in your turn? Nope, still just going to stay here. All right. Uh, Butch, the robotic assistant creature like turned into a bunch of tiny little robotic assistant creatures and all mm -hmm. ran backward away from you to try to deal with like to do a whole different thing. You can see that to your right and to your left, Trag and Wellath are both looking around like, well, yeah, do we focus on here? Do we focus on that? Like, And they kind of like are glancing at you as to where, where's the focus? What do you want to do? The time for talking is past. Those goblins can take care of robots if they can take care of anything. We're gonna kill you today and we're gonna do it now. And I will recklessly bring my battle axe right up top and try to s get him in the head. Okay. With a 23. A 23 would just hit. He still does have the shield spell activated. It's almost oh. like an arcane force of protective magic is surrounding him, but you still are able to work your way around that and get up in there. I totally forgot about that. Uh, but uh, 13 slashing damage. Okay. Yep. He takes 13 slashing damage. I'm like, ah, you like that? You want to know who the strongest warrior is? Well, he probably ain't here, but I I'm going to sh show you what he'd do to you. 23. 23 hits. With uh, 10 slashing. 
And then I'm going to use my last... I, I have to assume we're going to do a short rest. I'm going to use my last um, Quaking Palm. And I'm going to t t take my the, the palm of my hand and try to get him right up on the, uh, on, on the chin. I'm trying to get him to bite his tongue off or something. I ain't mad at him. Clunk. Oh, you rolled a 14. Uh, constitution save. The disadvantage from Ari, that is just attacks, right? Not saves? Yep, it's just on attacks. Okay, then a 14. Didn't do anything. Um, I, my turn is over, but I, but I hope I have communicated to Dragon Wellath exactly what we're doing. I'm foaming at the mouth right now. Okay. You see that you say all that. Trag looks at Arna, who is really beat up. Like, we're talking about less than... He's probably at, like, less than 25% at this point. And he looks at you guys and goes, You've got this. We have to protect the goblins, too. We need them for later. And he goes running off toward where all of the little pieces of Arna's assistant are going after the goblins. He takes off running in that direction and starts swinging at robots. Behind you, you can see that Drac is doing the same thing. He, like, summons a little bit of, like, not lightning, like a huge lightning spell, but he's got, like, some small tendrils of lightning that layer around his hands and, and, and arms, and he's, like, sort of firing them at the, at the little robotic creatures as well. You can tell that there's, like, a whole separate smaller thing happening in the background. On Arna's turn, the beginning of Arna's turn, the shield spell drops... And he gets his reaction back. He is going to see that, Butch, you are going to be, at this point, the focus of his whole deal here. I got bloodshot eyes. I'm ready for him. He is going to kind of chuckle and give you the look like, no, I guess he's not here. The strongest warrior must be somewhere else. Pandaria, maybe? Or Thunderbluff? What do you know about him or her? And start swinging with the maul. Um, he is going to take two maul attacks. The first at disadvantage because of Ari's thing. Natural one. Misses terribly. And second attack. A 14. Misses terribly. Uh, his wounds are starting to catch up to him. And as he swings the hammer, it almost seems like where once he was swinging it just sort of effortlessly like through the air it, his his fatigue is starting to catch up with him pretty drastically um wellath as he takes his turn follows the lead of his group's leader and peels off to deal with the secondary threat knowing that you and ari and falcus have this part of this handled well uh falcus it's going to be your turn what do you want to do does it look like the shield dropped? Uh, yeah, the shield spell ends at the beginning of the creature's turn. Okay, cool. I am going to continue to unload into him with sharpshooter arrows. Uh, that is an 11. An 11 would miss. And a 17. 17 just hits. So that is going to be 19 piercing damage and four sneak attack. All right. The first one goes wide. The second one catches him like right in the throat. And he it's the kind of wound that would be debilitating and probably even life threatening 
to somebody who was a little bit more uh, close to the realm of the living than this creature. Um, You see that when you hit him, it doesn't really bleed all that much. And it occurs to you, okay, yeah, we really haven't had to worry about the fire damage with this guy. He's acting all kind of weird. Probably solid chance that this is an undead troll who is, you know, operating under slightly different conditions. But um, really, really on his last legs at this point. Undead troll. Anything else on your turn, Falcus? All good here. Okay. Ari, you are up. Not terribly far from you is a scuffle with a bunch of goblins and the horde party, but you can see that Arna is just about there. What would you like to do? I'm going to move 30 feet to right here. So I'm within five feet of Arna, but I am 10 feet outside of Butch and I need Arna to make a constitution saving throw. I'm going to do thunderclap again. 23. And he's saved, so it doesn't matter, but I'm up close to the fight now. All right, cool. As that other fight is separate and is doing its own thing, uh, Butch, it's coming back. To, <clears throat> it's coming back to you again. Arna still keeps poking you about being, you know, like as as you start your turn, he starts to tell th- say things like, um, "Come on, the least you can do is contribute to my work before one of us dies." What would you like to do on your turn? I want to make sure you stay away from Thunder Bluff and stay away from everybody. My contribution right now is to end you and end you for good. You ain't getting into my head and you ain't getting on my nerves. Recklessly, I critical hit. Yeah. 19 damage. Yeah, 19 damage is pretty good. Okay. Yeah, he's got a little bit left, but... You swing in with the axe. It crunches. His armor is like damaged and dented from the hit. And he looks at you almost like he's just lost it. And he smiles and he goes. Strongest. I wanted to find the strongest. You have another attack. It don't matter who's strongest. It matters who's right. 26. Okay, yeah, 26. 10. Slashing damage. Yeah, that's going to be enough. What's it look like? Tell me about it. With that kink in his armor, I was aiming right for it. And I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Because that troll voice was in my head. I use this troll power, and it, I, 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 I feel like I am responsible for people dead at Booty Bay, and there is nothing, nothing this troll can do to m- me, to talk to me, to try to make me feel weird, try to make me feel bad. You got to use magic for that stuff. You ain't convincing me of nothing. And I take Priest Slayer and I ram it right into that kink in his armor and he's uh, got a uh, like like a V shape out of him from his shoulder to his like breast area to his pecs and it, it just like bam right into him and, and it's just blood squirting out everywhere and then I yell, someone 
burn him! He falls to his knees after having this huge piece taken out of him, looks up to you, and goes, (coughs) (laughs) It wasn't you. And he falls over. I I look around, I'm still snarling. You look around, and you see that there, there was a combat behind you with the goblins and like you see drag like golf ball like golf swing one of the little tiny cat pieces with his giant hammer and it it goes flying off into the distance you see Wellath is like stabbing them one at a time as he like moves through the group that's wrapping up you see Falcus and Ari are standing near you okay um I'm gonna do something I'm going to run up to resonate resonate and uh, grab one of the smaller bottles of flame bloom oil. <laughs> okay. Don't destroy the goods. He's got some magic items. I don't care what he's got. He ain't got nothing for me. And, and, and I, I, I slowly. I'm going to stand in front it. of Butch. No, nah, dude, you are not. You are not doing this. Give it a second or two to freaking loot the body. Don't burn all his goods. I am enraged. I am out of my mind. And I I growl at you and I start to throw the flame bloom oil at you. In the time you. that it would have take, taken Butch to go get flame bloom, could I have just investigated the body real quick? No, it's too late. My hand is up at Falcus. He knocks... Arna down, turns around and walks 30 feet and then has to turn around and walk back another 30 feet. An investigation would have to be at disadvantage if you're trying to get it done in that time frame. Can I give her a little bit more time if I'm at least stalling Butch at least a second or two? So maybe not at disadvantage? Yeah, that's fair. Roll it straight. 18. Okay. On an 18, you do put it together that like magic items in particular don't typically get burned and destroyed in such an easy way as what Falcus is nervous about. You recognize that at very least, the hammer and the big weird gloop thrower that summoned the gelatinous cube are probably magical. There may be more stuff going on behind the scenes here. In fact, you saw that the tattoo that inked its way up its throat was probably magical, but you're like, I don't know. How, you can't loot a tattoo. Like, that's silly. But there there could be some stuff going on here that, you know, you might be able okay. to take from this guy. So I gather it's not going to be destroyed by the fire, so I'm not going to try and stop Butch then. No, my hey, hand is up at Falcus right now. You give me uh, at least a say it's like, let him do it, Falcus? Yeah, I'll just give you a nod of like, just let it go. All right, I'll let you push me out of the way. Okay. <laughs> I back up too. I'm going to back you, up. You know, you're going you're gonna to back up or I'm throwing it at, at your face. I am out of my mind right now. Okay. So, and I dump the oil right into the cavity that I put. Crash the, the vial on the ground. You're not getting in my mind. 
I don't care who's the best warrior. You don't have to be me. You're not getting to my head. <laughs> and, and, and I uh, fall to the ground, like, just on my butt, uh, sobbing. I'll sobbing. Come up to Butch and just kind of like put a, a reassuring hand on your shoulder just to know that <laughs> you've got friends. It was because of me they all died. We'll make this right, Butch. We'll make it right. <laughs> And then the rage subsides. Uh, You see that the flame bloom definitely does do its job. It burns through the flesh portion of this. It doesn't really affect, you know, the armor or the weaponry or the equipment or anything like that. What's left that you find lying on the ground? He was wearing a set of half plate armor, which I think is... A, a medium armor that gives decent armor class but imposes disadvantage on stealth. He had his big old two-handed hammer. And as you look through, you find also there was a wand that he used at one point, although he didn't use it to very good effect. But you do find like a almost like a deep purple-colored, gnarled-looking wand-type object. And a different wand, like two wands. No, 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 no. The, that's the the wand that he like okay. poked okay. Wellath with, and he did not have very much else on him. It's a lot. Although you do know that his base of operations was in the northwestern section of Zulgarub. by the Spider Cave. By the Spider Cave, and you know from what you were told by. Rezik and Omi and a couple of other people that he was in charge of the development and like the, he was like the R&D guy for Zulgarub. So, and I'm go, I'm basing this off of Ari's 18 investigation. 18 is a uh, investigation is an intelligence check and it's about putting together like it's about searching for things, but it's also about like understanding what you're looking at and putting together pieces like to figure something out you suspect that he may have been in possession of more but that it didn't he didn't have it on him i mean guys i we have experience with his weapons already we know they can be cursed do we feel he would hold cursed weapons himself i don't i want nothing to do with anything this this monster touched because I can sit with these for a few minutes and try and figure out what's going on. But if I touch it, things could happen. I think you have to um, attune to it attune to it in order for it to be activated. Um, at least that's what it was with uh, the axe. Uh-huh. Can someone be immune to their own cursed weapons? I guess if the curse itself is... <laughs> got a exception clause on it unless you are Arna we can figure them out and get uh we do need to get going though put 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 them in a bag and 
We'll figure it out. We need to take a rest. But let's not do that until we get to the ogres. And I, I, I turn and I see Wellath and uh, Trag and Drag and all the goblins and all the nuts and bolts everywhere of the, of the little little kitties that were... And everyone live? Uh, yeah, I mean, a little less than I was 20 minutes ago, but yeah, generally I'm all right. You get, like, basic kind of answers from the group. All right, then. L- l- listen up. We're going to Zolgarub. Our plan was to come pick y'all up. Well, at least to get some flame bloom oil and, and uh, y'all dang smart hiding it where he did. So we're heading over to... We're... <laughs> We're heading to the south. We're heading heading to the south. We're going through an ogre cave. We're meeting up with with the with the other resistance troops, and we have a full on attack, a full on assault, coming from every direction. Your shredder is over there by the ogre cave, and we need everything you got. We need your flame bloom oil, and we need your manpower. And then I explain the entire plan. I cast exposition. <laughs> so yeah, they listen to you describe what all is happening and they can tell that you are calming down a bit, but you're still real riled. And Rezik steps up and says, yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're not really the combat type, but, um, you know, after the you've bailed us out twice now, uh, I kind of get the feeling that maybe we owe you one and I don't really like owing people things. So if you would do me a favor and like not tell anybody that we owe you one and, and especially not until we repay it, that'd be phenomenal. In the meantime, yeah, all right. Hey, boys, uh, go unpack the guns. Get like get everything together and get everything ready. Flame boom oil we got. The, uh, the blams might be a little heavy for like normal combat type of situation. They're really more either set it and set it off later or drop it on somebody or something like that. But being as you don't got no uh, like airship or nothing, that's not going to really work. Oh, we do have an um, airship, but we can't what? get it back in time. What? Huh? You know what? We do have an airship. Well, then why didn't you list that amongst the assets? I, I told them the plan. Oh, yeah, you did. I told them the entire plan. They know every part of the plan. All right. So, well, maybe... Well, since you've... All right, but... All right, but I was a little bit scraped up from robot cats, and I forgot that part. All right? Jeez. You're the only one who's allowed to get angry around here? I'm sorry. I apologize. I've been trying to work on that. I've been trying to work on that. It's a me thing. It's not a you thing. It's a me. It's me. You know all what? Right. I'm trying to work on it myself. All right. Uh, you will you work might on have together. to... I was going to say, the, the airship, the Zeppelin, should probably be coming over here. You could probably, like... Right out in flame bloom oil is stop here for flame bloom. <laughs> I like that. I like that plan. I love burning down the forest. I think there's probably a little bit less of a disastrous way to do it. And by disastrous, I mean waste in flame bloom oil because burning down the forest sounds like a fun time for me. But what I think we should do, um, if you can get the airship to come this way, we'll load the blams on there. They'll help with that. And then at that point, yeah. Um, we're we're happy to help. We got the we, we'll get all the guns together. We'll get our weapons together. We'll meet you. We'll head with you guys up to the yoga cave. What um did you guys do in the city? Like why did that guy come down here and just he knew he knew full he knew the whole thing. 
He walked in here knowing that it was you guys that killed his dude, and he knew that Flame Bloom Oil was used in the fight. I have no idea how he knew that. It was almost like the guy that you killed him, it almost like the guy that you killed told him what you did. You know, th- these trolls, some, some of the, some of them got uh, that some of them can talk to the dead. Oh, well, isn't that just wonderful? Yeah. Talk to me after about. I get killed in your city and I'll tell them all about how you came in and actually saved our butts a couple of times. All right. Maybe I wouldn't have such a bad story to tell. Alrighty, so we need someone to, uh, it's gonna take uh, longer for us to get to the Ogre Cave than it is for uh, someone to run to Gromgal. You got someone fast here that can that can do that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Alright, send one of your people to Gromgal to tell them to bring the Zeppelin over here, that the plan has not changed. We, we will just send up a flare. We're just adding a stop. That's all we're doing. Then one of your guys should come with us, and we'll show you where that. What's what's that called, Falcus? Goblin shredder. The goblin shredder. Yeah. So we'll need one of your guys to come with us. Um, so we dropped off the goblin shredder or hid it in the in the jungle over by the ogre mound. Uh, you probably could use that for the frontal assault uh, distraction. Um, so we just need one of your guys to come with uh, to go pick that up. You can and keep have your him deposit. Bring... Okay. <laughs> are are you gonna give me twenty five gold? <laughs> Ah, uh, just hit you on the no, back that's, of it. That's fine. Back. He can keep the deposit. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to keep it. <laughs> of course you were. In exchange for that, do you, uh, you got some uh, more flame bloom oil to spare for us to take with us? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, in the crate and what they grabbed out from the crate to bring out here, you guys have about three dozen flame bloom oils and six barrels of flame bloom blam well the barrel should go in the zeppelin right yeah i agree since the goblins are going to be taking the front line at the gate should we do a like one third two third split let them have 24 and then we'll take 12 we got drac willoth i mean there's six of us and there's that's fine There's also a pretty decent amount of fire magic in our group, so I don't think we need any. Yeah. Hey, 12 split between the three of us is four, four, and four. We each each take four vials. Myself, Butch, and Ari. Yeah, we each take four vials. Yeah, so, all right, I'll take four into my little bag. Yeah, each of you can take four flame bloom oil. So while their runner is going to Gromgall... Are you guys short resting or are you organizing and moving out to the ogre cave? Which had the right idea. Yeah. Get to the ogre cave, get settled in over there, take a short rest and then push. Yeah. Let's, let's head over to the ogre flare, cave. then push. Yes. Okay. Wampensmith Arna is defeated and Rezik and his crew are recruited. 
The next step is the Mashag Ogre Mound, which will take them into Zul'Garub and into the fight of their lives. One way or another, the story in Stranglethorn Vale will end for our heroes before sundown. Tune in next week to find out what happens the next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.